listening to the Ladylike Podcast. Ladylike is the show where funny women tell disgusting stories. I'm your host, Jenna Gephardt. Our live story comes from Paige Blair. Paige talked about dating after a divorce and the time she almost had a three-way. This week, I called Vicki Lynn, and Vicki told me about two very memorable times making love. Uh, one of them being when she was a teenager and she was totally blasted. Here's Vicki Lynn. So, my gross story. Um, so, the first, I was 17 years old. Well, it was the actual day of my 17th birthday. And um, I had already had a child, so in my mind, I am officially an adult. So, me and all my friends went and got a bunch of liquor. <laughs> so much liquor. And, oh God, to the... Uh, to this day, I won't drink uh, old English malt liquor <laughs> because of this day. And uh, we went and got a bunch of liquor. It was me, my cousin, my best friend, um, my boyfriend and his friends. And we're all at my house um, drinking and having a really good time. And somebody came over and brought this alcohol called Cisco. And I don't know if you've heard of it, but it is like this really syrupy Kool-Aid style drink. As like the strongest liquor I've ever had in my life, and to this day I won't drink that either. <laughs> so, um, someone says, "You know, it's your birthday. You gotta, you gotta do something wild. You gotta do something crazy. I bet you won't down this whole bottle of Cisco." Oh God! It's only like uh, like sixteen, twenty ounces of liquor in these bottles, and and so I give it a good swig. I'm like, "Oh, this is nothing. It's like Kool Aid," and I drink the entire thing. And that's when things started going like uh, like the movies, like the camera screen blacking out, and then here's another <laughs> thing happening, and then black out, and then here's another thing happening. And so the night goes on, and I remember sitting on the porch throwing up. I remember, you know, us dancing. I remember us having a really good time playing card games. We were just really enjoying ourselves. And, and then I remember uh, my boyfriend was just as drunk as me, just as drunk as me. And so we decide we are going to sneak off up the stairs away from the party into my room. And so we didn't make it to my room because I was on the third floor attic. We made it to the second floor, uh, which was my brother's room. And my brother is 10 years younger than me. And I think he had like uh, transformer sheets or baseball sheets, some horrible childish <laughs> sheets. And my boyfriend and I, we started kissing and making out. And I remember we were going like hot and heavy and then blackout, you know, camera blacks out again and then fades back into me throwing up while we're having sex. And I'm throwing up. He doesn't stop. (laughs) Keep going. I'm throwing up. Vomit is just like going all down the side of my face. It's going (laughs) all over my neck, my shoulders. I can feel it like just under my shoulder on the bed, just sticking to me. And and I'm I'm I just remember being really really drunk and like there's vomit on me. I'm thinking there's vomit on me. I don't even recall his penis being at in me at that time, but I know it was because (laughs) because of the movement. 
and then passes out on me. And then I pass out. The next thing I remember is um, my cousin said, oh, my fucking God. (laughs) And it takes, the next part is from her telling me what happened. She said she walks in. And at first she was like, oh, they're so nasty. They're, you know, they fell asleep having sex. And then she says the vomit feels her nostrils. She just had the worst smell. She's like, <laughs> just burns her nostrils. And she's like, what is going on? And she says she sees vomit literally from his mouth, my mouth, all down, all over the bed, all over the top part of me. And just running off the mattress onto the floor on the bed frame. <laughs> she said his vomit on the floor. It was so much vomit everywhere. And she said she had to go get my best friend and brought her up. Now once again I passed out. I don't I don't remember any of this. And she says they had to first pull us apart. Oh. <laughs> so she said they had to pull us apart, roll him off of me. Oh. And then once they got him off of me and drug him out of the room, they called his friends to get him. And then they had to <laughs> clean up all the vomit before my mother got home. <laughs> and I don't remember any of it. I just I remember throwing up. I remember like the convulsing moves, the convulsing moves, but I just do not remember like them coming in there. I remember her saying, oh my God, and me opening my eyes and just drifting back off to drunk sexual (laughs) unconsciousness wait but did he really he still came after he threw up that's yes that's the craziest thing I've ever heard (laughs) nothing stopped (laughs) the convulsions of the vomiting the convulsions of the sex nothing stopped (laughs) yes teenage boys are so crazy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so that was, that was like the most. I was like, when I think about it, I was like, oh my God, how gross. I, I I thank God that I wasn't lucid. You know how they say, you know, your mind splits and protects you from things? <laughs> I'm thankful that I cannot recall everything that happened that night. Because it was like the second time I threw up. I threw up the first time on the porch. And I tried to do it real classy, like, everybody's like, Vicky's drunk, and I'm like, no, I'm not. And just going up, going up over the side of the porch. I was like, I thought that was all I had in me, but I guess the motion of sex. Said, oh, you got a little bit left. Did, um, did you guys stay like, together after that? Hmm? Did you and your boyfriend stay together after that? Oh, yeah, we were together for a while. <laughs> You don't vomit on each other and break up like that. <laughs> I I think that would break a lot of couples, but uh <laughs> they're like vows. Like <laughs> Well that's beautiful yeah, we then. We gotta stay together to to this day. I think those would have been in our wedding vows. Like, <laughs> <laughs> at least, you know, oh my goodness, it was it was so disgusting. Like if we bring up drinking to this day, my cousin would be like, and you <laughs> like, <laughs> 
just get this disgusted look on her face and start talking about the smell. She was like, the smell. She was like, vomit and sex. <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> Did you? Oh did I don't you think ever? I've ever told anybody the story outside <laughs> of the people who were there. Those, those are the only people I've ever talked about with it. But did you? So did your little brother ever find out? No, my cousin and my best friend cleaned the hell out of that room. <laughs> but like to to this day, he doesn't know. And I was like their slave for a long time. <laughs> <laughs> um. So. Wait, you said you have a second story? Yes, yes. Okay, so second story. All my, story, all my gross stories involve sex. That's so sad. No, that that adds up. <laughs> okay, so the second story is like, uh, I don't know about other ladies, like, but like a couple days before my period, I get really, really horny. Like, like oh, I need it, I need it. Like, <laughs> it's either diarrhea or horniness. Like, those are the things... <laughs> And so I called a friend of mine and I was like, hey, why don't you come over? You know, I need it now before, you know, Aunt Flo comes to visit. <laughs> and he's like, bet. So he comes over, we go in the room, and, and we're having like this great sex. And he's not like a little guy, he's not like an average guy. He looks like huge, like a Febreze air freshener can. It's just. <laughs> I don't even know how you can enjoy something like that. It's just like it's taking dangerous. up too much space. Yeah. It's, like, it's like an oversized couch in a little apartment. It's just too much. <laughs> it's just too much. But I swear I heard like it sounded like my vagina popped. It sounded like it popped. And then all of a sudden it's getting easier and easier for him to move in and out and I'm just like I think we both kind of like looked at the same time like and he's like did you come and I was like no (laughs) (laughs) so he keeps going for a minute and then it was like way too much and so I was like I hope hope you can bring my period down like I still got a couple days before he jumps up turns on the light I swear to God, it was like the scene from Carrie. It is blood everywhere. Like, everywhere. It's all over him. It's all over me. And I'm just like, what the hell? You? I'm dying. This is this is not normal. Like, usually you get, you know, you know, the pink. The, the, the pink first. And it was just, it was just. Oh my God, it was just blood everywhere. It's, and so he's upset. He's mad. He's so mad. And he's screaming. And he's standing there throwing this hissy fit, covered in blood. And I'm just like, and I look up and I start laughing. And he gets even more pissed. And so he, he runs in the bathroom. And I'm trying to get up and there's like clots and. Oh God, it was so, it was, it was so bad. It's clots everywhere. It's just like so bad. And I'm trying to get up and, and I'm trying to get the, hurry up and get the covers off my bed and it's soaked through to, through the mattress. And I was just like, why haven't they created black mattresses yet? Like, this is horrible. (laughs) 
Like, why do mattresses have to be such a light color? And I'm trying to pull. It is kind of fucked up, isn't it? It's still just running out of me like a faucet. It's just running down my legs, and I was like, "He broke me. Like, I'm broken. <laughs> like, like, thank God I, I've had my last child. I'm just broken." <laughs> like, <clears throat> because any normal person would have thought I could never have kids again after this. This is way too much blood. It's like my whole entire menstrual cycle in a matter of minutes. Like, that's how bad it was. And so I, I'm, I go to the bathroom because I'm going to attempt to clean myself. <laughs> and I'm walking in the bathroom and he opens the shower curtain to just death stare me. And I'm just like, I was involved too. I'm covered in blood too. It's like, why are you so mad at me? And I can't stop, uh, I can't stop laughing because it's, it's just like so hilarious to me. I can't stop laughing. And, uh, and he's just sitting there and here's the horrible part. <laughs> he's using my white mesh sponge to clean himself up. And I was just like, yeah, throw that away after you are done. It's, it's covered in blood and suds. And I'm just like, oh, God. It was, it was, it was pretty horrible. It, it just, I just could not believe how much blood there was in a matter of seconds. I was like, you probably saved me from cancer or something. Like, that was way too much. It was not normal. It was definitely not normal. The human body is a beautiful thing. It's, uh, yeah, it's yeah. resilient. <laughs> you know, I've had people say to me, I've had men say to me like, oh God, it sucks to be a woman. I was like, no, 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 it doesn't. It's, it's friggin' awesome to be a woman. <laughs> he was like, yeah, but blood and, and this and that. And I was like, you know what? Like once you, once you get through the having the babies and the blood, like we are really friggin' awesome. Like, <laughs> That's, that's just the worst you can do. Like, y'all have genitals that hang outside your body. Like, <laughs> Disgusting. it sucks to be a man. Like, <laughs> I, I can get kicked in the cooch and recover easily. Like, <laughs> Also, um, cum is way grosser than blood, right? I think cum is, I think cum is way grosser than blood. You know, I don't understand how I have so many children and I cannot stand other people's bodily fluids. <laughs> but here I am with four children and I hate, like, even if I'm watching porn, I'm like, okay, let's, let's close that out before the money shot. <laughs> live show we put out slips of paper for the audience to write down their own disgusting ladylike stories and these are some of those stories um okay um i moved in with a controlling alcoholic roommate when i moved here from new york through craigslist i came home late one night from a date and got berated he grabbed my box of tampons and told me fuck you and your pussy pampers and then proceeded to break each one in half (laughs) I laughed in his face. Wait, you broke a pad in half? A tampon. Oh, the tampon. <laughs> Which is rude. Those are very expensive. What the hell? <laughs> like, was it used? <laughs> <laughs> no, I think it was brand new. How do you, oh, like, 
so he just broke the, the container. Ripping them up. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, that's just... Oh, my God. I don't think... I remember getting one of those things stuck in me and, and fighting not to go to the hospital to get one out. How did you get it out? Uh, I am very flexible. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> and stuff in a vagina yeah. you wouldn't think it would have that many little like crooks and crannies it's just <laughs> yeah it's just like like a silo in there with a bunch of stuff <laughs> <laughs> like a silo with furniture in it <laughs> um okay here's another one when I was in high school I got sick overnight on the Appalachian service project I puked so hard, I diarrheaed at the same time. I wrapped the shorts I was wearing in a plastic bag and took them home. My mother found them in the in the same sack in the laundry room. Three months later, she washed them with no comment. <laughs> I think I would have left those on the Appalachian Trail. <laughs> I think. You know, just threw, threw those away <laughs> right then and there. Like, those must have been some awesome clothes to bring them home. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. Vomiting and diarrhea at the same time. Mm. Oh, God. That's horrible. It's horrible. Okay. Like, you know, not all my um, gross stories involve sex. Like, kind of. My kids started out as sex, but, like... My daughter comes in my room one time and she's completely clean. She's just like standing there, I mean, just calm, clean, and serene. She's like, Mom, how do you get vomit up? And I was like, um, did you, did you throw up? And she was like, yeah, in the bathroom. I tried to make it to the toilet. And I go in the bathroom. <laughs> and my daughter, she's just this little bitty thing. She's a little short person. And... There's vomit all over the walls. There's vomit everywhere but the toilet. It's on the sink, the cabinet doors of the sink. It's on the floor. It's all around the toilet. The toilet seat is completely clean. Like it's like the minute she walked in the bathroom, she just started projectile vomiting <laughs> all over the bathroom. I'm like, oh my god. Oh god. You know what? That was my karma for my cousin and my best friend having mm -hmm. to clean my vomit up. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Those kids are disgusting. <laughs> um, okay, I have one more. Okay. I was straddling this guy, making out drunk, and he was kissing my neck and chest. 
Then he pulled away with a nosebleed and he bled all over me. <laughs> ah, minor. <laughs> <laughs> I know. <laughs> yeah, that one doesn't really stack up with. <laughs> oh my god. Like, to not have sex and still have to worry about AIDS. Like. <laughs> <laughs> Our live story comes from Paige Blair. Paige produces a show called End of the Line Comedy, and this was recorded in November of 2019. Here's Paige Blair. What's up, Kathy Montage? How are we feeling? Good, good. My name is Paige. Thank you for having me. I think the first thing you guys need to know about me is that I've never had a successful one-night stand. I know, not really, actually. I came really close one time in South Korea, right? I was at Soul Night on the dance floor. <laughs> Found somebody really hot, wanted to take him home. Then it was like a 40-minute cab ride, okay? And wow, did I sober up in that amount of time. <laughs> we got back to my place, I like kept trying, and then I was like, can we just eat snacks and watch tennis? <laughs> that sounds way more fun, right? I flew the white flag, he was actually cool with it. Um, the other day I was like, why am I like this? I was in the car with my mom, Okay, Linda, she's a very conservative lady. Uh, she slowed down the car and pointed at this woman with a huge hickey on her neck. And she was just like, that's disgusting! Right, she got like her, she catcalled, she cat, she slut-shamed woman for a hickey. Basically, I'm like, you're why I'm like this. You know what I mean? I don't know if you guys, how you were taught about sex, but I was taught like sex for men and women is different, right? Like sex for men is a lot like a boot. The outside of the boot, easy to clean off, right? <laughs> Sex for a woman, inside of the boot, once it gets dirty, Paige. Very difficult to clean out, right? Which is disgusting. I hope that's the grossest thing we hear tonight. Okay? So that's the precursor for this. The story I want to tell you about happened in summer 2017 at Beauty Bar. I think you're looking over there. Bump and grind night, okay? <laughs> Uh, it's important to know that I had just recently been separated from someone that I had been married to, okay? And I was married just for only a year. It took about as long to plan the wedding. <laughs> it was just like in and out, wanted that thing. I was like, I think this is how you get a new family, right? <laughs> um, it was totally doomed though, guys. Like the day after we got married, we found out his dad died. Okay. Such a bummer. We hadn't even had sex yet, right? We were on our honeymoon. He's like, Paige, I feel like my dick crawled up inside my body, right? The next year, he gained 100 pounds, got really mean, started flirting with men at parties, right? It was, it was very weird to me. It was like we had sex probably maybe like five times the entire time that we were married. And it was weird to me that he wanted to move to the suburbs. That was his goal. He was like, let's move to Mundelein and have kids. And I was like, you know you're going to have to fuck me for that, right? <laughs> Those aren't just happen. He wanted to move to Mondelein and kids, have kids. I just did it. I was like, I don't know. I don't particularly feel like killing myself. I don't know. That doesn't sound that fun to me. You know what I mean? I tried to like schedule sex dates. I was like, we should do it like Wednesday afternoon, you know? It wouldn't work. Um, and I was like, if you don't look me more often, I'm, I'm going to start cheating. That's just what's going to happen. And uh, okay, you guys are like, is this funny or not funny? Not funny. <laughs> You'll get back to the beauty part. That part sounded fun. <laughs> 
so you guys know all that you need to know. So summer 2017, I've been separated for like three months. I was on my own. I was like back in the game, okay? I was just like, fuck this nonsense. You know, it's like, it's crazy being married and the only person you're allowed to fuck doesn't want to fuck you. And you don't really want to fuck them either. You're just like, well, I'm going to lose my goddamn mind. I'm going to fuck a toothbrush, okay? <laughs> I'm gonna fuck the rocking chair. This is crazy. Oh my god. Uh, so I went to Bump and Grind Night with my friends. I don't know, do we have any hip hop fans here? Yeah, awesome, yeah. I love hip hop. It's always been sort of like a self esteem vitamin for me. Vitamin that comes with a little bit of like mm, misogyny, right? <laughs> Strong dose of homophobia. A deep sense of being an embarrassed white person. Right? I love when I'm like blasting in the car and I'm just like, I'm the shit, I'm the shit. And I'm like, you're in a Ford Focus on your way to therapy. <laughs> I don't know how much of the shit you are actually. Uh, but hip hop does, it like brings that power out in people, right? And so does a few tequila shots. Also has a lot of effect on people. I was with my friends, I was going ham on the dance floor. It was like four years of repressed sexuality came back all in one night, you guys. It was like five, six, seven, eight, eight people smooch montage, okay? And we were going crazy. Like, at one point my friends left to go do cocaine, and I was really upset. I was like, you guys didn't tell me, you didn't take me with. They were like, you were already too lit. We looked over and you were motorboating someone in a Sailor Moon costume. Afterwards, you know, like when you kind of feel somebody at a club, they kind of like linger out outside. So I had like eight people lingering, being like, "What's this bitch gonna do? <laughs> She's been talking a big game all night." <laughs> and I was like, "Hey, how about we all go back to my apartment and have an orgy?" <laughs> my friend was like, "You don't have air conditioning, and it's July." <laughs> You know, so it was like slowly they dwindled, but two people stayed, you guys. Okay? Two people. Two lucky winners. <laughs> okay. And then uh, we get back to my place. I get out the snacks. We get really high. We start listening to records. I wake up in between the two of them and nothing fucking happened. <laughs> I woke up in this like sweaty little sandwich and I was kind of like, this feels kind of like a family. I don't know. <laughs> I think this is what I wanted all along. You know what I mean? But I didn't end up uh, dating the dude that I met that night for a brief period of time. He was a funny guy. He was always complimenting me. He was always like, you have a really pretty face. Uh, you have really good taste in music, and I was just like, thanks, thanks, you know? And then one day he was like, and I have to say, I think you have a cute ass hole. <laughs> I'm like, excuse me, what? <laughs> Nobody has a cute asshole. <laughs> it's like, now I just know that you're a liar, right? It's just like, assholes are like a belly button that poop comes out of. You know what I mean? It's just like, it's not true at all. Um, he did have this fun trick, like, I was out of the game so long I didn't get dick pics. You guys do dick pics? Are you into this? Clip pics? I wish. <laughs> I wish. Pee videos? Whatever. <laughs> it's all fair game when it's through a phone. You know, like, it doesn't count. God can't see your text messages. That's what I've learned. <laughs> He had this fun trick though. I mean, the, the, the funny thing about them is that like, I don't really know what to say in response to a dick pic. I'm just like, 
Uh, that was so brave of you. <laughs> to send that to me. <laughs> I truly can't believe you did that. <laughs> I'm like, please don't. Like, this is my work phone. <laughs> I'd rather you didn't. I don't know what to say. I don't know what gentlemen want. But um, this guy had this fun trick. And I was grateful that I leased him. He used to go to the bathroom and um, take pictures from the urinal. Okay, just like flaccid, just like a shoot it on over. It was always a fun little surprise when I opened my phone, you know? But I was like grateful that I at least knew what to tell him. You know, I was like, dude, you look hella dehydrated. So you for sure need to take an Uber home. I am in a new relationship now though, it's really fun. Like a real one, you guys, like a good one. It's really, it's really fun, it's really fun. It took a long time. Uh, when I got back into the game, it was sort of like, you know, two years of, of not having sex for a long time, and uh, we just really went for it. I don't know if you guys have ever had so much sex that you are almost injuring one another. <laughs> Maybe not. Maybe some of you can relate to like eating a frozen pizza too quickly out of the oven. <laughs> it's kind of like that. You have too much sex too fast, you run the risk of burning the roof of your vagina. That's what I'm saying. I thought something was wrong, actually. I went to the doctor, and the doctor was like, no, Paige, it seems like you just found a dick you really like. Aww. Congratulations. Like, take a day off once in a while, though. You know? <laughs> Maybe invest in Lou. <laughs> All right, I've been Paige Blair. Thank you so much. You've been listening to the Ladylike Podcast. I've been here with Vicki Lynn. I'm at Vicki Lynn's Universe at practically everything. Um, it's V-I-C-K- I-E-L-Y-N-N-S and universe. <laughs> yeah, just all you can do is follow me on social network now. You can't follow me home. So, but no, I miss that. I, I really miss the stamp, so I gotta get it. Everybody needs to stay home so we can leave home. Like, seriously, guys. <laughs> but yeah, Vicky Lynn's universe. I'm Vicky Lynn on Facebook. And um, I have my own business called Naughty Lens Naturals. Uh, it's an all-natural skincare um, company. And it's home-based. And I make everything from forehead to toe because I don't mess with anybody's hair because I don't have any. But the second I do, I'm working on hair products. <laughs> I'm Jenna Gephardt, and this podcast has been produced by me. If you'd like to check out our live show, it happens every third Monday of the month at Cafe Mustache in Logan Square. The live show is produced by myself, Lucia Whalen, and Elise Fernandez. And the theme song is from Natalie Grace Alford. Check us out on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. And please rate and subscribe to this podcast, and we'll see you next week. See